90.7 WTCC Good morning Welcome to the I'm sorry, I almost said the spoken word But welcome to uh, The Black Love Experience um, I'm sitting in For Ben Swan I'm your host this morning Your guest host, Bishop Talbert Swan II um, And um want to wish you all a uh, happy Friday, uh, Friday, fun day, flashback Friday, whatever kind of Friday. Thank God it is Friday, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and um, hope that you're making the best out of your morning here um, from Springfield. It's a little wet outside and um you know, um, I guess that comes with the territory. We've entered into the fall season, and um, so the weather is changing. You know, this is um, New England, and, and you know, as they say, um, if you don't like the weather in New England, uh, just stick around for a minute. Um, it will change, um, and we know it definitely will. I want to bid State Rep. Swan uh, a good morning. He couldn't be with you this morning taking care of business. And so I'm going to do the best that I can. Um, do the best that I can. 
413-736-2781 is the number here. A um, lot of stuff happened on this week. Um, and, um, well, we'll talk a little bit about some of it, and I'll take your telephone calls. Uh, and you can always chime in with me. I'm broadcasting live on um, WTCCFM.org, HopeRadio1.org. Also, um, catch me on Facebook Live and um, Periscope. And good morning to those who are uh, checking me out on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Uh, appreciate um, you uh, if you rep your city or your town so so we know exactly who's listening to the Black Love Experience and from where. Um, it's always, it's all, you know, we know we've got folk out here in the, um, in the Pioneer Valley, uh, who are listening to us, um, always, um, but we definitely, um, want to know who's listening to us from other parts of the world. And so, um, always like to have, uh, those who are watching us from other places to rep their city and their town, um, I got Highland, California. Uh, they tell me it's 93 degrees there today. Uh, boy, I always folk from those warm climate places that are boasting and bragging about their weather. Uh, good morning from Chicago is in the house. Chicago, Illinois uh, is in the house today as well. Good morning to each and every one of you. So uh, you rep your city, rep your town, and we'll definitely... Um, uh, you know, give you a shout out, give you an acknowledgement, because we definitely appreciate, you know, you chiming in on the um, on the broadcast. Massachusetts is in the house. We love you, too, Massachusetts. Um, definitely. Always, uh, you know, those from Massachusetts. I got Philadelphia uh, just outside of Philadelphia. Um, they're checking in um, this morning to the black love experience. And I'm sure there are plenty of other places that are checking in, but stay with me. Um, when I come back, I'm going to talk about, um, good morning, Texas. I'm going to talk about the, um, Bill Cosby sentencing and also the Kavanaugh hearing that happened yesterday. Uh, are they victims, black victim, white victim, um, We'll talk about it. 413-736-2781. Good morning, San Diego. Good morning, Mississippi. Um, good morning from the United Kingdom. Um, all of you all, I appreciate you all so much. We're going to take a short break when we come back. Rep your city, your town. We'll get into this conversation, um, the Bill Cosby sentencing, uh, and then also um, the Kavanaugh hearing that happened yesterday. Uh, and we'll get you telephone calls to see what you think about all of that. Stay with us. Ninety point seven WTCC. Good morning. This is the Black Love Experience. Bishop Talbert Swan II sitting in for the one and only State Representative Ben Swan, former State Representative, civil rights pioneer, freedom fighter, um, and my uncle. So I'm pleased to sit in for him this morning. Good morning to each and every one of you in the Pioneer Valley. Um, all of you who are listening and watching, um, from points unknown, once again, um, rep your city or your town, love to know exactly, uh, where you're coming in from. Good morning to each and every single one of you. Um, is that, um, Maryland in the house. Uh, good morning to every single one of you. Um, D.C. is in the house. Um, New York is in the house. Uh, California is in the house. Massachusetts is in the house. Roxbury, 
is in the house. Is Springfield in the house? Because, I mean, we right here in Springfield. Y'all y'all in the house somewhere? Texas is in the house. Louisiana is in the house. England, the United Kingdom, um, is in the house on this morning. Southern Indiana is in the house. Georgia is in the house this morning. Um, uh, where, 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 Israel is in the house all the way from the Holy Land. Uh, Missouri is in the house. Uh, got so many people um, in the house. And i um, glad to have you all with us on this morning. Tell a friend. Tell somebody the bishop is on the air, Arlington, Texas. Good morning to you, Arlington. Good morning to you, Dallas, Texas. Um, chiming in uh, on Periscope. Um, let me let me switch over. Let me see. Let me see what's happening here on on Facebook Live because Periscope is representing. I want to see if um, uh, Facebook Live if y'all keeping it real or not. You know. If I got to do, you know, like in that movie, you ain't keeping it real. You ain't representing. Let's see. (laughs) Let me see what we got here this morning. Uh, Bruno Asa, good morning. Marcos, good morning. Um, uh, My daughter, Whitney from Chicago, one of my top fans. Good morning, baby girl. Kiss my grandbabies for me. Love you guys. So Chicago is definitely in the house. Reverend Burgess. Good morning to you, Gabrielle Barcelos. Good morning to you, um, Madison Moore. Good morning. Uh, somebody told me Cosby is guilty. Okay, okay. I, I hear what y'all trying to say to me here uh, on Facebook. Y'all ain't repping your city or your town, but you already commenting on the topic that we haven't even started talking about. So y'all must be ready. All right, four one three seven three six. Two seven eight one four one three seven three six two seven eight one. So Bill Cosby uh, went to prison um, um, on June fifth. Trial began for him in um, Norristown, uh, Pennsylvania, and um, <clears throat> it was dubbed America's favorite dad the trial of america's favorite dad um and of course we know cosby um we've known him for uh decades um he's a resident right here in massachusetts my younger siblings went to school in the amherst area with his children Uh, my dad um fred swan and state rep Ben Swan, whose program I'm sitting in for, were in the same graduation ceremony as Cosby. Both of them received their master's in education from the University of Massachusetts in 1978. And in that same graduation ceremony, Bill Cosby received his doctorate from UMass. And that that's 40 years ago. So, you know, the affiliation and knowledge of the Cosby's goes way, 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 way back. Um, but now, you know, he's facing time in prison. Um, you know, he was the popular Heathcliff Huxtable on the 80s sitcom, The Cosby Show. Um, and he's going to prison for alleged sexual assault in 2004. And many Americans, particularly African-Americans, are having a hard time accepting the idea that a pop culture icon could also be a longtime sexual predator. And um, I think what kind of confuses us in the Cosby situation is the volatile racial climate in America with an orange white supremacist in the White House um, adding to that volatile um, racial climate um, a sexual predator himself um, 
it has many in the African-American community concerned with whether or not Cosby was able to get a, 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 a fair trial, with whether or not, um, you know, we had a system that was just out to get him. Um, just a number of things. And, 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 and let's not pretend that we don't have a problem with black men being railroaded by the criminal justice system in America. And I know there are many who, who don't who, who, who don't want to accept that. Um, but that's the truth of the nation that we live in. Um, th- that's just the way it is. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Um, good morning and God bless. Um, I'm talking about the verdict guilty for Cosby. Sir, do you remember that black men were hung for telling a lie? Um, or, I mean, I meant to say women were hung or beaten for telling a lie on a man, and then men were lynched for actually dating a woman outside of their race. So my point is, I don't know if Bill Cosby is guilty, sir, because you and I know he's the pudding man before the year I was born, and I know that women have come in contact with him. So I just like to make all women be aware that I am a woman, I have a son, and I don't want anybody convicting my son before he's proven guilty. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know if I really make sense, but that's what I was saying today. All right. Thank you for your call. Um, And um, hey, I mean, like I said, the reality in America is black men have um, been railroaded by a racist system, which is what makes it difficult for black America to kind of wonder if this is a case of a sexual predator, then he deserves to go to prison. If this is a case of a black man being railroaded by a racist system in America, then we have a problem with that. Um, and, of course, there are going to be claims in, in, in the African-American community that Cosby was targeted, um, targeted after um, his second bid to purchase NBC. They, you know, there's theories that say, you know, they wanted to end his quest for power in the media and destroy his reputation, etc. Um, and many believe that um, his public scandal is a result of racism. Um, his daughter described his trial as a public lynching, um, basically comparing his downfall to that horrible crucible in American history when black men were stalked and killed by lynch mobs at the slightest hint of any type of sexual impropriety toward a white woman. Um, and, of course, we, we know of, or if you don't know, you ought to know, uh, the 1955 um, case of 14-year-old Emmett Till, who supposedly whistled at a white woman um, and was viciously murdered, shot, eye removed, mutilated, thrown in the river, um, visiting relatives in Money, Mississippi. Uh, and then his mother demanded an open casket funeral and, and pictures, you can find them on the Internet now, of Till's disfigured corpse were published in Jet Magazine, I was at the um, National African American uh, Museum of Heritage and Culture in D.C., um, and there's an exhibit, Emmett Till, his original casket is is in that exhibit. Um, And then, not too long ago, that white woman who claimed he whistled at her and who later went to court to testify on behalf of her husband and others who murdered Emmett Till, admitted that her story was fabricated. She's still alive today. The government says they don't want to um, they don't want to prosecute her because she's too old. She's 84. 
but they threw 81-year-old Cosby in prison. Arsenio Hall used to say things that make you go, hmm, said her story was fabricated. So his murderers were acquitted by an all-white, all-male jury. And that uh, that racial discord that was stirred from that incident still reverberates across America today. I mean, his case is the historic case that brought attention to the history of racial violence that characterized life in the South, underscored the problem of racism in this nation. And many try to act like it's over, and it's not. Uh, America has a disturbing legacy of murdering innocent black men and black boys that are falsely accused of sexual assault. And some folk think it's just the Emmett Till case. It's just those cases way back in antiquity or, you know, back during the civil rights movement, which wasn't that long ago, you guys, in the scope of human history. Um, I did a thread. Uh, go check out my Twitter account. Um, follow me at Talbert Swan. I did an entire thread that dealt with, um, uh, matter of fact, if you just put in the hashtag white lies matter, white lies matter, uh, you should be able to find that thread um, that that kind of details a history of white women lying on black men and it causing dire consequences, dire consequences. Um, Carolyn Bryant Donham was the woman who lied on Emmett Till. Um, 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 hundreds were murdered in the black town of Rosewood, Florida, and the entire town was destroyed because a white woman said she was raped by a black man to cover up bruises that she got from her white lover from her husband. Hundreds of lives, an entire town destroyed because a white woman lied on a black man. Um, and unless you think that that's, you know, ancient history, it's really not. We can come right up here to the 2000s and 2010 and beyond. Um, and 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 we can tell you about the white woman who lied and said that two black Sacred Heart University football players dragged her into a bathroom and raped her. That was a lie. We can tell you about um, Mary Zokowski, white woman from Michigan, who was caught lying about black men raping her in a college parking lot. And she got a mere 45 days in jail for that. We can tell you about uh, Brianna Harmon, a white woman from Texas who lied and said she was kidnapped and raped by three black men in ski masks. And she got away with no jail time. So, I mean, the list goes on and on to the break of dawn, like hot butter pop pop popcorn okay um it, it 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 there's a disturbing legacy of murdering innocent black men imprisoning innocent black men and boys falsely accused of assault that's the backdrop that's the lens through which many in black america viewed the cosby case you can't blame them for looking at it through and historic lens. It is a well-earned, the criminal justice system has a, there's a well-earned distrust of the criminal justice system when it comes to black people in America. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, my I'm name's Chill Will, and I'd just like to say I love this program. And they talking about Cosby and everybody else. 
Well, how the president can go and do the same stuff. Bingo. And then get and, 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 and uh, excuse himself. Bingo, right there. Yeah. And, know, and, and, and it's amazing. He can excuse himself, but he can't, he can't say Bill Cosby, he a house icon. You know, 80-something years old, you're going to put him in prison. Why the president ain't in prison? Good question. Thank you, right. for, thank you for your That's call. That's I want to say. I ain't going to waste your time. I got my store down here at Chillwell's Coffee Shop, and oh. I'm listening to y'all, man. It's pissing me off because that's wrong. Good morning to everybody at Chill Wheels Coffee Shop. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. You have a blessed day. You too. 413-736-2781. After Nate Parker, filmmaker, actor, Nate Parker, got a, got an opportunity to meet him, hang with him a little bit in Atlanta prior to the release of his film, actually got a special screening uh, of that film. Um his film, Birth of a Nation, named after the original Birth of a Nation, which was a racist film, but this film was an important film about the life of Nat Turner. Um, sold it to Fox Searchlight for $17.5 million. The release of the film was marred by the publicized details of a past rape trial. Now, people talk about Brett Kavanaugh, and we're going to get to Kavanaugh right in a moment. Um, about decades-old case. It was a 20-some-odd-year-old case that Parker had faced in college. He was a student athlete at Penn State University. White woman accused him of rape. He was acquitted of the charger. All right? But though he was acquitted of the charges in court, he lost in the court of public opinion because white feminists and black women as well dragged up that 20-some-odd-year-old rape case that he was acquitted of. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Acquitted black man accused of raping white woman, gets acquitted, which means you don't have the evidence, okay? Because it ain't hard to convict a black man in America. He gets acquitted, but they drag up that case right before the release of Nate Parker's movie so they could cripple his movie because the woman who alleged was his alleged victim committed suicide a few years before the movie was released. And the record says that she suffered lifelong from mental illness, which was the cause of her suicide. But somehow all of these feminists connected her suicide to Nate Parker. And they marred the release of that film. I went to see it. I hope some of you all went to see it. But no way, no how did it receive the type of box office revenues or critical acclaim that it should have because of this campaign against Nate Parker, who was found innocent. Okay? Now, compare that to Casey Affleck white actor who settled multiple sexual harassment cases, he still wins an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. While black and white women are joining forces to derail Nate Parker's important debut film. Um, and you can't look at Bill Cosby without looking at Hollywood's infamous white sexual predators. How can you look at Bill Cosby and not look at Woody Allen or Roman Polanski? Woody continues to work as a film director. This dude married his former lover's adopted teen daughter. Okay. After being accused of molesting his adopted daughter, he still gets to work. Polanski 
keeps getting awards as a film director. And he's a convicted statutory rapist. And the Academy, which put Bill Cosby out and put Polanski out finally, only to save face for putting Cosby out, won several Academy Awards long after he was convicted of being a rapist. Do y'all see a double standard here? Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Hey, I just want to know, first of all, uh, Bishop Swan, love your show, love your wisdom, love your knowledge and understanding. Really, Thank do. you, sir. And one day I'm going to come to your church. All right. Um, just want to say, why is Harvey Weinstein still walking around a free man? I'm coming to that. Good is, question. Is it because of the last name Weinstein? I mean, there. if you look at the allegations brought up against Bill Cosby, it's the same as he. And, I, and there might be more women than Cosby when you really get down to the nitty gritty. And another uh, thing I like to bring up, this uh, Judge Kavanaugh situation, this guy, Mark Judd, carries a lot of weight, a lot of relevance, a lot of significance. The doctor was saying he was in the room. They all fell on the floor off the bed. I want to know why this guy was not there. That's all I want to know. All right. Thank you for your call. 413-736-2781. Tell somebody the bishop is on the air. Good morning to you. The truth of the Cosby uh, conviction, though, and I, I, I kind of brought that backdrop about the racial disparities in America. But I do understand. I understand that those who have been victimized, I understand that those um, who have suffered because of um, rape, sexual assault, etc., um, kind of put the racial issues in the background. Um, because the, 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 the fact of the matter is Cosby's conviction is it's about race, but it's far more complicated than the simple fact of his blackness. Um, um, you got to look at a case where the political implications of a prosecutor met a movement that was seeking justice for the victims of sexual assault. Race lingered in the background, just like the dynamics of wealth, history, and justice. And, you know, I watched um, as dozens of mostly white women accused Cosby of drugging and assaulting them. But admittedly, as a black man in America, I viewed their stories through a complicated prism of race, politics, gender, and history, the history that I just briefly outlined to you. Um, and, 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 and even while trying to gain context and be empathetic to those who have a, 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 an important and grave concern about sexual violence, um, I found myself drawn back to history. Um, because history is, it's like the one lens that does not change. Um, it tells me that black men are accused of raping white women, um, um, many times falsely have been lynched, railroaded, imprisoned. It tells me that black men who face the American justice system are disproportionately incarcerated. It tells me that Cosby, who was a black man, had little chance of walking away from the accusations of mostly white women. But even as we watch the drama play out to its conclusion, we have to listen to the voice, and there is a voice, um, that said Cosby put himself in that position. And we cannot completely exonerate him from his own behavior, regardless of what we feel about um, a criminal justice system that does not fairly treat people of color. We've got to listen to the voice that says that Cosby would not have paid to settle a civil lawsuit that was based on lies. Um, somebody that rich is going to pay a lawyer to exonerate himself. Um, you, you, you've got to look at it that way. Uh, you, you've got to listen to the voice that says that 
his many accusers um, had to include some women that were truthful. Even if you didn't believe all of the women, you got to listen to that voice that says, when you got 20 and 30 and 40 women that are all saying the same stuff, that dude is drugging folk, and it's a consistent story spanning decades, you got to say some of them women are telling the truth. And maybe he was more Pill Cosby than Bill Cosby. So, you know, I'm, I'm just saying I, I got all that that prism of history and, 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 and disdain for a criminal justice system that, that doesn't treat us right, but common sense says that this mountain of stuff, some of it may have been people trying to get over on the brother, trying to get money, trying to ruin his name, but some of them women were telling the truth that, that this guy was out here doing some crazy stuff and put himself in a position where he then had to face a criminal justice system that is not fair to black men. Um, and, 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 and you got to listen to that voice that says that race, though it was a factor, and I believe a major factor, it was not the only factor in Cosby's case. It was a factor that could not be ignored, should not be ignored, but it was not the only factor. And you got to look at all of these accusations and evidence that caused the momentum against Cosby to grow. Um, you, you, I mean, you, you got to look at that. Um, so when that judge opened that sealed deposition, I knew it was the beginning of the end for Bill Cosby. Um, and, 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 and the case that convicted him was sketchy. There's no doubt it was sketchy. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes with black men, we get convicted on this case because they couldn't get us on that one. They didn't give O.J. Simpson all that time in that robbery case because he deserved it for robbery. They gave him all that time because they were mad he didn't get convicted in that murder case. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Hey, Bishop. Um, I just wanted to make a comment about the Bill Cosby uh, situation. Go right ahead. All right. Well, my mother used to say, if you didn't want to be framed, don't be in the picture. So I don't. I think he shouldn't have put himself in that situation in the first place because he was. He is a married man, and these women, you know, they're not as innocent as they claim to be because he's a married man. What are they doing in his apartment or hotel room at those wee hours in the morning? And he's a married man. So, you know, what if one of them is telling the truth? Absolutely, I I, 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 I fully believe that. All of them are not lying. That 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 there's there's truth to the fact that this dude was pilling, drugging, and 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 and, and raping women. So um, that's true. I love true. Bill Cosby, but he shouldn't have just been in that put himself in that situation because everything that happens in the dark always comes to the light sooner or later. It's just a matter of time, and God is not mocked. Whatever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So. It could be racist. It could be a bunch of all of this combined, but you reap what you sow eventually. All right. Thank you for your call. You're welcome. So yesterday they had a hearing uh, in the Brett Kavanaugh nomination um, um, for the Supreme Court um, scenario. And they had a hearing with Dr. Christine Blasey Ford who accused him of attempting to rape her while they were in high school and of Judge Kavanaugh. And my God, Kavanaugh was an angry dude. Um, um, in the run-up to, to the hearing, um, people were trying to compare um, Dr. Ford to Dr. Anita Hill. 
And as it turns out, a far more useful comparison would have been the two U.S. Supreme Court nominees that they accused of sexual misconduct because there was much more in common with Brett Kavanaugh and Clarence Thomas than there was in Christine Ford and Anita Hill. Um, um, It's not every day we can point to a black man put on a national stage who can do a better job of getting the benefit of the doubt and looking more like a victim than a white man. But in watching Kavanaugh sniffle and choke back tears yesterday as he talked about his teenage years of football and beer. I like beer. I like beer. I like beer. And pricey schools, it became clear that the sorry display was a prime example of really how the concepts of white privilege and entitlement are shaping the narrative in this nation. And why Trump's supporting wing of the Republican Party is the way that it is. This dude was the epitome of white privilege um, sitting there completely irate that anybody had the nerve to question um, his right because in his mind, him going to the Supreme Court is a birthright, you know, uh, I, I mean, it really, it, 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 when you talk about entitlement, I, I put it this way yesterday. I said what we witnessed in the Brett Kavanaugh hearing was the fulmination of privilege and patriarchy incensed at the expectation for it to be accountable for its malfeasance prior to being granted what it feels entitled to. How dare you ask me to be accountable for any of my misdeeds before the American people, before you give me what I deserve. Here you have a dude born with a silver spoon in his mouth. We're talking about country club, private school dudes. Partying and drinking in high school. I didn't have my first drink till I was in college. Uh, this was privilege. Incensed at the nerve of people to ask it to be accountable. Don't you know I'm a white man? I'm an educated white man in America. I don't have to answer to people. How dare you sit me here in a hearing and ask for me to be accountable for my behavior? Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, you sound pretty angry yourself, actually. And I no, I sound, no, nah, d- dude, because... get off my line. Get off my line. Get off my line. Get off my line. You, you're not going to come on my program with that, with those racist stereotypes, with that racial trope that because I speak with passion, I'm an angry black man. No, nah, dude, you ain't going to do that today. Not today, bruh. Not today. 413-736-2781. Now, now, I bet you, I bet you, the white boy who just called this program didn't say Kavanaugh was angry yesterday. Oh, he was passionate. He was making his case. He was articulate. But you're going to call me this morning talking about I sound angry. Man, get out of my face with that foolishness. 413-736-2781. This, this, this was... This was an epic case of the arrogance of white privilege. An epic case of the arrogance of white privilege. And then one by one, Republican senators apologizing to him 
I mean, Lindsey Graham made a fool out of himself. A complete fool out of himself. Uh, apologizing to this guy. We're so sorry you had to go through this. The, the, yesterday was the day that white male privilege became the victim in America. That's the narrative of the Trump supporters and modern Republicans is that white privileged males are the victims in America. Not women, not blacks, not immigrants, not Latinos, not gays or anything else. White males are the victims in America. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Good morning, Bishop. What happened to the terminology they used to use about sowing their oats? I guess this doesn't apply to Kavanaugh. He was sowing his oats. Oh, yeah, he was sowing his royal oats. Yeah. Like King Jaffe Jafar said. That's right. But it was not applied not one time about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, they did. Oh, they did apply it. See, they, 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 they were interviewing white Republican women who, and, and this was some of the things they were saying. What 17-year-old boy didn't do something like that? But they, there, was, there was a whole boys will be boys, he's sowing his oats narrative that, that made it okay in their minds. Yes. That, that, so that, talk about that, sowing the oats. I, I really don't understand what, what the terminology meant at the time. And now I'm starting to hear you saying that it's okay for that's that's basically what they thank you for your call but that's basically what they're saying it's okay they're, they're, they're male hormones that's the time that's puberty that's when that happens and there's nothing wrong with what he did even if he did try to rape her that's perfectly natural what 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 male high school boy hasn't done that I didn't I didn't try to rape nobody in high school and none of my friends did either good morning caller you're on the air. Right, Caller, turn Felton? turn your radio down. You're on the air. Is this Don Felton? No, sir. He's coming on shortly. I got to move out your way. I got to move out the way. Um, Don Felton is coming up next um, with mid-morning jazz and great black music. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, don't touch that dial anywhere. Um, and want you to tune in again uh, with me, and we'll continue the conversation. How about that? We'll continue the conversation. We'll see what happens over the weekend, but we'll be prepared to continue this conversation on Monday morning. Um, check me out at 9 a.m. right here on WTCC FM. Same bat station, same time. Uh, we'll be ready to talk with you some more. If you're looking for a place to worship this weekend, check us out at the Spring of Hope. Church of God in Christ, 35 Alden Street, Springfield, Massachusetts. It's the Brick Church right there at Six Corners in the heart of the hood. Um, love to see you, uh, 1045 a.m., 930 a.m., 1045 a.m. Love to see you in the place. I got to move out your way until the next time I talk to you and you talk to me. Always remember, God loves you and so do I. Thank you.